Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Nikki. One thing that concerns me, the mayor of New York City, the I think he's a, a Bitcoin-friendly guy, if I remember hmm. correctly. Oh. I mean, he's he's a status just like all of them. But yeah. he ha- he, he's one of these uh, crypto bros, right? He's not in it for the liberty or the decentralization of currency or any of these things. He's just, you know, in it to make money or whatever. In, in, if anything, I feel like I heard him like walk that back before. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? Yeah, I can't remember I'm what sure. it was. Meaning, and we were just like, oh, see, this guy showing his real colors, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway, he wants to involuntarily hospitalize homeless people, uh, mentally ill homeless people, which... Honestly, it seems to make up a fair bit of the homeless population in oh, the yeah, United I'm States. Sure. But that doesn't mean that they should be involuntarily hospitalized. And I know what you, you may be thinking, well, the hospital is not so bad. No, it's, it sucks. Well, to be told when you're you, there against your will. Yes, that's the critical thing. When you're sent somewhere and you're told you cannot leave, and if it's, you're being involuntarily hospitalized, you're not going to be able to just walk out the front door, well, presumably. And also, what does mentally ill mean? Do they have depression? Do they have anxiety? Because most people have depression and anxiety. So I'm just wondering, like, are we talking about schizophrenia? Are we talking about something that might make them a danger to other people? Or are we just talking about, you know, this person is diagnosed with anxiety or depression, so... They have to be hospitalized. It could become a thing where they're just rounding people off the streets saying, like, oh, this person had mental health, and really they just, like, you know, they can claim anything, but... Definitely a lot of them are probably schizophrenic. but It seems like a really shady way of dealing with the homeless problem. Oh, well, we have a homeless problem. we got a lot of homeless people. Let's let's say they're mentally ill and put them in hospitals against their will. Well, and this is typical, right? Statists are never going to solve the homelessness problem at its root. If you ask anyone like, oh, not if you ask anyone, but if you ask a lot of people, how do you fix the homelessness prop- problem? They always come up with... You know, things like homeless shelters and, you know, whatever, hospitalizing them if they're mentally ill or just kick them off the sidewalk, throw their stuff away, things like that. But that doesn't fix the homelessness problem. You know, it starts at education, the economy, like there's so many... Not sending people to war. Yeah, there are so many deep-rooted issues that need to be solved. I mean, like Bonnie just mentioned, there's so many homeless vets who are disabled and they either have severe PTSD or they're they're just physically disabled. Will he or won't he? Joe Biden running for president in 2024. I want to get into this because I I love laughing at Joe Biden. He he's such a cringe figure and Didn't he just turn 80? He's really old. I don't know his exact age. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that he was 80. Did, I mean, did he recently celebrate a birthday? Yeah, his birthday was like last week or something. He's definitely, he was the oldest president to ever be elected, wasn't he? When I think so, yeah. And I think like Trump was the oldest when he was elected and then Joe was older than him. Why yep, do- he did just turn 80. He, he wow. was born in uh, 1942. Good Lord. So he wants to run at 82. What is this obsession Americans have with electing really, <laughs> right? really old people into office? The ones who have the least amount of time left on this earth and who will suffer almost no consequences for screwing things up. Like, okay, look, I get it. It would be bad if Biden caused a nuclear war with Russia because Biden would die. But let's be realistic. He's 80 years yeah. old. And a man. Yeah. He's only going to die. He's going to die within a few years anyway of some natural cause. He's already older than he, like, you know, on average was going to live. Yeah, absolutely. And it sucks for a a president who's in the age in the 40s or the 30s, I think, would be less likely to trigger a nuclear war because they have so many years less left on Earth in which to live. Have we ever had a president that got elected at like 35? Like, how old was JFK? Because I know he was the youngest. I think he was in his 50s when he was elected, but certainly going back to like the 1700s, the 1800s, there were probably younger presidents, but that was just because they didn't live as long. Yeah. Yeah. But it's concerning to me that Americans have elected the oldest president in history, and then they immediately turned around and elected a new oldest president in history. So apparently Theodore Roosevelt was the youngest president at 43. Hmm. 
Which is still fairly old, I would argue. Yeah. I mean, I would say, like, I feel like 43 would be a good age to be the president. But when we're talking about 70s, 80s, like you said, these people are about to die. What do you care if you start a war or, you know, completely destroy the economy? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be around to see the actual repercussions of it. And a lot of the decisions that are made politically, they have long term effects. So it's like, okay, well, these decisions might not really make a difference in the present, but 10, 20, 30 years from now, you know, we're still going to be feeling the effects of some of these decisions that these politicians are making. Absolutely. And I think it's fair to say that Biden, you know, he loves kids. He loves his grandchildren. He wants to, you know, he doesn't want them to die in nuclear war. But Biden loves kids in all the wrong ways. So yeah. I don't think that's going to influence his decision making here. He, because if he dies in a nuclear war, then he has no kids to enjoy the presence of in weird ways. Anyway, go ahead, Major. The night in question when Conan went on his rant, I remember calling in and for backup on him. Yeah, because you know, I, I think you were sitting first or second chair that night. I forget. I think you were sitting second chair. I think Ian was there. Ian was but, there. Uh, uh, Co- technically, Conan was second chair that night. It was uh, me, Conan, and Ian, though. Yeah. All right. Well, the trifecta matters not to order. Sure. Anyway, um, but I called him with some good news. You know the, uh, and I'm thinking the Olympics are run the same way the World Cup is. I'm not a big soccer fan, but there's a sponsor country like there is with the Olympics. So Qatar is the sponsor country, right? And they had this. Well, they're host of the World Cup, and I, I assume this meant they gave a lot of money to the FIFA organization. I, I I don't know, but anyway, Budweiser had the contract to supply all the beer for the, the all these events. Oh, that's so right. Now. I saw that, and they were they were suing FIFA or something like that. Uh, no, it, it gets better than that. Like I said, I got good news on this. So Budweiser's sitting on millions and millions of these cans of beer. Whatever country wins the World Cup is going to be able to throw the biggest party in the world because Budweiser's going to give them all that beer. Because they weren't allowed to drink it in Qatar? Well, they can't, yeah, and they can't sell it because it's already printed up in these special cans for the World Cup thingy-dingy. So they got to, you know... That is a mess, and I do believe that uh, Budweiser is also suing FIFA over this because the reason that Budweiser has all the extra alcohol is because they had an agreement that they were going to be able to sell it at the World Cup. And then a few days prior to the World Cup, they went, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Qatar, and you can't have any alcohol here. And I think it's a $30 million lawsuit for breach of contract, if I I recall correctly. Yeah, Qatar violated the contract. Well... uh, you guys, you guys were talking earlier about poking fun at the Democrats, and I've called in and told a lot of donkey tales. Well, I don't remember if any of you guys were sitting in the chair that one of these nights, but one time David called in, and I always thought a jackass was just a euphemism for a mule, okay, as far as making fun of the Democrats. So I've used, used that phrase before. Okay. Turns out a jackass is a male burrow, a breeding stock for a filly to make a mule, right? A so male anyway, what? A, a, a mule. A male mule? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. No, no, any mule. It doesn't matter. Yeah, where are you going mule. with this, Major? All right, so anyway, my old man and his girlfriend many years ago were up at the Quamlin Falls, and they walk around the boardwalk and come back up to the parking lot. Well, this wild burrow pops out of the woods, and uh, it seems Dorothy was uh, in her menstrual cycle. Ew. And this mule just starts braying and comes right at her. And my old man just starts laughing. We're talking about Joe Biden here and whether or not he's going to run for office. He's casting doubt on a potential 2024 re-election bid. And he did that today while speaking at the White House Tribal Nation Summit. And I'm sort of happy to hear this. I don't think Biden, well, I don't think anyone is fit to be president. But Biden is a dementia patient, as far as I can tell. He's losing his grip on reality. And someone is clearly in control of him, telling him what his policies are, what he should do, what he shouldn't do. And we don't know who those people are. That's true. And also, he's just, like, boring. And I, if it's going to have to be on the news every single day, I don't want it to be Biden. He is boring when he's not, you know, being interrupted by the Easter bunny and stuff <laughs> like that. I find that entertaining. 
Or when he's rambling on about, watch me, it's like a fly, or kids stroking his leg hairs or whatever. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen the political signs that say literally anyone else, but that's typically how I feel about the the two candidates for presidency. Literally anyone else. We could have picked anyone else and it would have been better. It well, is amazing. Kanye's running, so. Is he? Has he? Has yeah. He's announced that he's running for president? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's putting out videos that say, like, yay, 2024. I keep calling him Kanye because it's just, like, so ingrained in my brain. I doubt he would accuse you of dead naming him by calling him <laughs> Kanye, but, I mean, he might, right? I, I don't know how seriously he takes the name of yay. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to call him Yeah, I don't know. It's He's Kanye. Like, no one... I, I never know what people are talking about when they say that. I know, don't mind I, calling him Ye. Because, I mean, I've always known him as Ye, too. Like, he gets called called Ye also. But it's just that it would never be something that would come out of my mouth because I'm not that cool. Like, so that's how I feel every time I call him Ye. It's like, it feels like it's someone... some You know, something I wouldn't normally do. I see. Like, I'm not going to call him Yeezy. No, it's certainly not. Or I mean, it should be Yeezy if we're being honest. But what, whatever. I, I've heard why that it's Yeezy instead of Yeezy, and it's it's just you know hip hop being hip hop. I guess I don't understand it because I don't really listen to hip hop or follow it or pay any attention to it. But I've been entertained by Joe Biden. But back to the point of what you said, Nikki. Uh, that just literally anyone else. It's amazing that in the United States we've managed to develop this system. To find the two worst human beings yeah. in the country and put them in the most powerful position in the world. It's amazing in the worst possible way. It is. I mean, you couldn't, if you developed a system to find the two worst people, you couldn't do better than the American political system. That It seems to be designed yeah. to find the two most despicable, disgraceful, horrific, gross people that they can and then hand one of them the keys to the country. It makes... I really hope Hillary Clinton doesn't come back because I just hate oh, her yeah. and her and Trump together are going to give me like flashbacks. I'm wondering, I don't know if either of you remember during um, Joe Biden's original campaign, was he this crazy? So I'm wondering if oh, his, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I just can't quite remember and I don't really follow this stuff too closely, but I was just thinking maybe if his mental health is legitimately declining in this way. Maybe, you know, he was normal before and, you know, because everybody keeps saying, how is this man the president? I mean, how is anyone that's elected president the president, but especially him where he's clearly very, very confused and sometimes has no clue where he is? I think he was normal-ish when he was vice president. I think so, but that was, you know... 15 years ago or yeah. You never heard about him being crazy, at least. But you didn't hear about him that much. No, he was he was just the, the guy who was just sort of there. Yeah. Right? I mean, Barack Obama was the star of the show, and Biden just happened to also... But he he was like the bass player of the rock band, Joe yeah. Biden was. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he's there, and he's doing his thing, but no one particularly cares. But yeah, he was absolutely insane four years ago when... That was when he said Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he started telling oh, the story okay. about so how... okay, so this isn't new. No, and okay. kids love stroking his leg hairs, and that's how he learned about roaches. Yeah. And <laughs> this this was all from him running I didn't remember office. the roach thing. You don't? Yeah. No, I remember Corn Pop and the kids stroking his leg hairs. But... Yeah, well, it was part of the same speech, yeah, actually. Same, yeah, same incoherent jumble of words. Yeah, where he's like, the kids love going underwater and my, my leg hairs, they would raise up under the water and they, they would stroke them and they'd watch them come back up and that's how I learned about roaches. What? And it's like, what the hell, man? It's so weird. Seriously, it's just like, what little kid lo- would love that? Like, you wouldn't want to touch an old man's leg at all. I don't know what what Democrat would love that and go, yes. This is the person yep. I need to cast my vote for. Well, not Trump. That was the only thing he had going for him was that he was not Donald Trump. Yeah, but there's like 319 million other Americans who are also not Donald Trump. But in the duopoly, you got two choices, A and B. But I never heard anyone say anything good about Joe Biden at all until I was holding signs for Matt Santonstasso in Dublin earlier or earlier this year. So on election day, and uh, they were just saying like, oh, he's such a gentleman and all this stuff. And, uh, and he's such a well-spoken person. They were saying that. I've never heard anyone say things like that before. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. I, I prefer to be called the intergalactic space wizard. If I was king. 
Um, I like wizard now. I don't okay. address people uh, by their titles. Triggered by uh, king title. This is this is my name. I mean, you know, like you, you guys don't want to call Kanye by the name that he wants to be called by. I said I will. I just said it's awkward for me, and I accidentally said. And besides, you've just called him Kanye. So your name is Intergalactic Space King. This is ridiculous, and to 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 fall all over ourselves over you know what we should be calling this guy, I think is kind of silly. I'm not falling I think it's just basic human decency. Plus, I literally okay. love Kanye. If I saw him in real life, I feel like I would stop being able to speak. If someone's like, hey, if Bonnie's like, hey, I don't want to go by Bonnie anymore. I want to go by Adrian or whatever. I'm like, okay. Hi, Adrian. It's not silly. It's just basic human decency to call people what they want to be called. Intergalactic space wizard it is. So, if you were um, serious, I would I would be inclined to call you that. Now I'm not serious. I, I mean, what do I got to do? Put out a rap album? I will take you seriously on that when you accept that Satanism is a serious religion. How about that, Mark? It, it certainly isn't. <laughs> Deal. Okay, until you take my religion seriously, I won't take your name seriously. That sounds like a fair, fair deal. deal. <laughs> so what's on your mind tonight? Um, so an interesting thing came up in the... Uh, the host chat, which isn't something that most people get a chance to hear about and usually doesn't have anything interesting in it at all. But somebody, and I don't have any idea who, on our Facebook page posted some kind of meme. You don't know and who did that? It I was, do not. It wasn't you? That is correct. Okay, wow. I, I assumed it was. I didn't assume I it was until like the la- until you began defending the post. Until then, I was just curious I who it was. Freedom of speech. Um, yeah. So somebody posted. Oh, oh, hold this on, meme. Mark. Tell, because I seem to recall two years ago. Before you go off. No, no. You can't sit there and say that you were defending freedom of speech when I resigned from administrating the Free Talk Live group two years ago because you were like, Aria, no more dead cop posts. <laughs> Even though it was That's the right. most traffic that the Free Talk Live page had gotten in years. Yep. You're right. Uh, you're, you're right. I, 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 what I think, what I think is very interesting is that somehow um, Bonnie doesn't like this uh, meme, but I'm supposed to, like, you know, like, I'm torn between two worlds. One hand, defending a meme that's supposed to be racist, and the other hand, um, you know, like, gosh, I wish we wouldn't put so many dead cop memes up on our page. But it's so, just like anyway. dead cop memes make sense for Free Talk Live, but no, this don't. doesn't. The meme is, um, it's, it's like uh, sort of explaining at the top how, the, how a Cretaceous, Cretaceous period flood caused, uh, changed Alabama voting districts or something like that, it says at the top, right? Right. And it shows um, how a flood went through Alabama and I guess deposited a bunch of dark silt um, in this one strip across the middle of Alabama. And that's how the plantations ended up being all there, so there was a higher concentration of slaves. Those slaves tended, in large part, to be black. And therefore, after Reconstruction, most of the people just stayed where they were. And, um, you know, today, those people, the descendants of those people, uh, vote Democrat. And so they're, they're showing this blue strip across a red Alabama saying, huh, isn't this interesting? And... See, that's, that's, I, I, I think that characterization of it is incorrect. You know, it, to okay. me, it's just like when people argue that trans women shouldn't be able to participate. They're ruining women's sports or whatever, or they shouldn't be allowed in women's beauty pageants. These are people who don't give a damn about women's sports or beauty pageants until there's a topic that they are upset about in there. So whoever posted this, I sincerely doubt they don't have any interest in geology. That's um, an assumption that I didn't make when I read it. Well, why would um, somebody just post? Like, what if I had access to it and I just started posting pretty pictures I liked from Utah? Wouldn't you be like, Bonnie, this is weird and irrelevant, and why are you doing this? Well, right? clearly, clearly the main point of the post was to insinuate that black voters are voting Democrat. So I don't think it really had too much to do with... No, the geology not, portion um, of it, you know. That's not an insinuation. That's a fact. 
And it doesn't even matter to me like that. (laughs) It's not like that pointing out that black people tend to vote Democrat in Alabama is wrong or something. It's just like, why? What are you trying to say? You're making us look like Republicans is the part I don't like. It has nothing to do with like pointing out black people tend to do with things. It doesn't bother me at all. It's not like I'm saying that part. It's just like, why are you saying that? It's making us look one Republican. Why are you looking at the red counties and saying, why are those people voting Republican, like to me, because the meme isn't about. It doesn't the red even counties. mention anything the, about the red counties. The meme it, is very it, specifically it about the blue counties. Mark, have you? It's you also Alabama. It? Yeah, why would I wonder? It's Alabama. But the meme doesn't say this is why you know most of these Alabama uh, counties vote Republican. It's like here's where the these blue counties vote Democrat. It's very specifically about. The blue Democratic counties. It's not very specifically, though. It just shows the counties. And, like, some of them are blue and some of them are red. And it they pointed tend out to be that along this area before it pointed out the counties. So, yeah, it is specifically well, about the blue counties. It's like, this is the area I where think- there was this flood, and this is the area where there were plantations, and this is the area where there were slaves. And you're like, but it doesn't say this is the area where there are Democrats. It's still talking about that same well, no, area. It does. It, it, it might as well say that, but it also says this is the area where the Republicans are. And for some reason, but it doesn't. You're the meme doesn't out, call any anyway, attention to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think the meme says that. The meme doesn't this say is it. The part that I find interesting about it is, is that I didn't look at this and I didn't see racism, and you called it a dog whistle. And I think this is interesting because I can't hear dog whistles. They're designed for dogs, right? So what is the uh, uh, what is a dog whistle? What is it designed? No, to do? dog whistle it's isn't a, a perfect name for what that is. It's just a way okay. of being racist without without having to say I'm racist. It doesn't mean that only racists can hear it. The way Facebook used to th- do things, it would show you which person who was authorized to post to it actually posted it like it would say free talk live and underneath it it would say like like posted by aria Demetso or something and before that it was just a habit on the page at least for me to sign everything that i posted with little uh hyphen aria to let people know that it was me yeah well i think the fact that nobody owned up to it is just that it's one of the like eight people who i've never heard of before who are not on the show anymore and aren't in the chat that that's also a fair point um I don't know exactly how many people it was. It's been reduced relatively recently. It, it was worse a year or so ago. So uh, thanks, Mark, for cleaning that up. But anyway, that now you can't tell who posted what, and it's led to this sort of issue where something was posted that made several of us go, "Whoa, wait a minute! Uh, I'm not sure I want to be associated with this." And that's yeah, where we're I, at now. Um... Yeah, I've always advocated for people signing their posts, but I know what it's like to post on that page, and I know that sometimes I forget. You know, I can just put a thing on there, or maybe I shared it, or whatever the situation was, and I just like, huh, I forget. And so I can't get too bent out of shape over somebody forgetting to uh, to sign something. Sure. Well, um, I mean, no one's been and- out of shape about it. I just wanted to know who, so a conversation could be had. And uh, that's the conversation I want to have. I want to know why this meme, this uh, meme about Cretaceous era floods affecting modern voting districts in Alabama, is a dog whistle. I just want to know. That's a and, fair question. I don't. I, and I, don't, I think I'm, we explained it. Yeah, I'm not just going to answer it with the question, like but, but my first... I feel like it was like, if you don't understand this, you're dumb and you shouldn't be in charge of the Facebook page. I That's didn't mean I to like say you were dumb. I said you don't know what's a dumb meme. So if it sounded like I said... <laughs> okay. That you were dumb. Right. <laughs> I, didn't mean I have posted things like, um, you know, uh, 11th century Viking sword found in English parking lot on the Free Talk Live Facebook page. Is it relevant to the Libertarian Party's politics or Free Talk Live's, uh, you know, secession plans for New Hampshire? No, it's it's just Look, I an interesting story. Yeah, I haven't said at any point that it's not related to Free Talk Live because obviously the voting habits of you know a a certain district or state or county or group of people or whatever is going to be somewhat relevant to the subject of politics. Race is involved in this uh, this meme, and race is unfortunately apparently in a reality on planet Earth. 
No, um, racist. I have lots of arguments against it, and people don't want to hear them. But race is so, not a reality on planet Earth. It's just a false category that humans have dreamed up. You know, if you put all I 8 billion people... I think you can pe- make an argument that there's a white race, and I think you can make an Well, if you put all 8 billion people in a row together, one next to the other, and you arrange them by skin tone, you're not going to be able to point to a specific spot and say, yes, that's where the white people start and that's where the black people start. It's not going to happen because race is a gigantic spectrum that consists of 8 billion people and it's not this clean clean cut. Oh, that person's white or that person's black or that person's Asian. It's much more nuanced than that. And to act like these groups are real and impactful is just the it's just false well but the people act like it all the time i mean like we live in a world yeah, well, people act people like god act exists like too but that doesn't people act like jesus is real but that doesn't make jesus real uh, he has some reality <laughs> he was no, voted time no. magazine's person of the millennia that what? doesn't that doesn't so make him a real person that doesn't make him a real I'm thing i'm not claiming it makes him a real person i'm claiming that people's beliefs shape reality and no people um, shape reality and they shape reality according to their beliefs but people believing the existence of santa claus or jesus or the tooth fairy or race doesn't make any of those things actually real yeah belief doesn't change reality i i think that uh the, the statement that i would like to make is there's more genetic diversity between west africa and east africa than there is between east africa and east europe uh, eastern europe so that's the statement that i would make um that there is you know, the, uh, Africa is a, is a continent of immense geographic uh, size and has a great deal of genetic diversity. So to call one group of people on Africa the same thing is ridiculous. Um, however, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous across the board to treat, you know, uh, Asian or Chinese and Russians and Koreans like they're all the same as well, or Scottish but and weirdly, Ukrainian or Italians and Spanish. It's, it's obviously you, a spook. If you take these groups in the United States and you um, ask them how they voted in the last election, strangely, those groups tend to tend towards voting in one direction or another. And I would say it's because they get, they get, uh, people I get know, but they, propagandized towards in specific ways. There's so many conspiracy theories about who controls the U.S. government. Like, is it the Freemasons? Is it the Illuminati? Is it, you know, the Satanists? Like, who who are the, the people in control that are being vilified? So, Whoever I mean, it does it really matter? I don't think Google's in control. I think they're doing the bidding of the government. Well, and like I said, you know, a favor for a favor. They'll do bidding for the government if they can get whatever they want. Whoever is in control of it is terrible at what they're doing, though. The Illuminati or the lizard people or whatever, they're terrible at it, and they should just give up and go home. Because here, I, I, I don't understand where conspiracy theorists come from with this idea that you know, they, they like to say, look, the unvaccinated aren't dying. That's the elephant in the room that no one's addressing, which is true. The unvaccinated people aren't generally dropping dead in the streets, but neither are the vaccinated. The vaccinated aren't dying in droves either. So it's equally true in the opposite direction. The vaccinated aren't dying either. But I can almost hear like Conan screaming, what are you talking about? People are literally dropping dead while they're playing sports. The vaccinated are dying. Yes, that's true. Some vaccinated people are dying. They are just dropping dead. But some unvaccinated people are also dying of COVID-19. And we can't pretend like that's not a case. We can't just say the unvaccinated aren't dying because some of them are dying and they are dying of COVID-19. But you have this vaccine here that purportedly it's supposed to cause population control or it's supposed to weed out part of the population. And it it doesn't seem to be very good at preventing COVID-19 or killing people. It, It doesn't seem to be doing much of anything except making people feel better. It's like an, the ultimate placebo. So if the Illuminati's yeah. plan is to engineer this super virus that's going to kill everyone, well, they suck. They failed. COVID-19 didn't kill everyone. So, okay. Well, well people have got been this- wondering what the, the point was. I think it was just more control. And we did finally come to the solution, to the answer about who posted the meme in question. As it turns out, it was a former host of the show, um, a black guy apparently named... Robert Wicks. And as Bonnie predicted, Mark is, of course, saying, aha, therefore it can't be racist. Yeah, it doesn't mean that he's not saying something racist. Yeah, certainly not. And, you know, I get accused a lot of being transphobic or anti-trans or whatever by people on the left. And obviously I'm not transphobic. 
But that doesn't mean that there aren't transphobic people out there who are trans or well, trans people who are spreading the mythology, the bad mythology about trans people in order to win inroads into Republicans and, and conservatives. If you were out there posting memes that were like trans people be like doing something stupid and I, I would still be like, why are you doing that? Aria? That's weird. You, yeah. you don't do that. <laughs> Like what I can't remember the woman's name now, but there is a trans woman who's very popular among the right because she's just constantly bashing trans people. Oh, Blair White? Yes, that's oh. her. Thank you. And, you know, she she is the trans equivalent of an Uncle Tom. Now I would never call a person of color an Uncle Tom, but that's what she's doing. Yeah. She's using that to sell her to sell her message to the right in order to profit off of it and make money and it's not entirely uncommon you also have Candace Owens who is accused of doing exactly this sort of thing as well you know trashing uh, black communities in order yeah. to build up her reputation among republicans i don't know i mean anything. i don't really see her doing that but i don't know enough I just about don't watch her yeah but yeah. i've heard the accusation i don't know enough about her to weigh in on that one way or the other but blair white certainly so it's yeah it, it, just because a person is trans doesn't mean they can't spew hate speech against trans people because they're always going to have that well this isn't true for yeah, me it's, it's all the other trans yeah. people so it, that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. it's not racist because of the skin color it of the person who posted it, it's racist because of the message. And I'm mm -hmm. not even saying the meme was racist. I never accused it of being racist. I just said, hey, this is very, it's not far removed from the kind of stuff that Cantwell would post. And I wasn't the only one who posted it's, that. If anything, it's like collectivist. Like whenever Cantwell says, oh, black people do this and that, black people this and that with like IQs and their, their crime rate and stuff. The thing about it that bothers me the most is just like, Every person has the ability to change, even if the even if genetics mean uh, that somebody's going to do vote one way. Somebody has the ability to go like, oh, you know what? I see why I see all everyone around me doing this, but I'm going to go this way. And uh, not that voting is some kind of like big deal. It's just like the example I'm giving. Anyways, I just don't like collectivism. It's just like, what's the point? What's the point of pointing out that black people vote Democrat? If anything, it, it I already said this. I just, the thing I dislike the most about it is it makes Free Talk Live look like we're favoring the Republicans over the Democrats. Like, I don't care. There is a That's lot the same of, thing. There is a lot of that. I mean, that, no offense to Mark, that seems to be a lot of the crowd that Mark attracts is the conservative, the socially conservative Republicans, and not that Mark is socially conservative, but he tends to attract that sort of crowd. And of course, Facebook is an aging social media platform. The it's You're going to find more boomers on Facebook than yeah. you are on other social media platforms. So I would expect Facebook, the people who follow us on Facebook, to lean to the right, where the people who follow us on you know, TikTok and Twitter are going to lean to the left. We have Nathan on the line from Pennsylvania. Nathan, you're on Free Talk Live. Okay. Uh, hi. Good evening. I like the show. I, I listen to you guys a fair amount, and uh, you guys always have an interesting discussion. Uh, the, re the reason I want to call tonight was like, there's a new positive thing that's happening in the uh, solar energy world. I've been involved in it, uh, financing projects, taking classes in it for years, and they're now combining solar energy with farming. And it's a new area that's growing very rapidly called agrivoltaics. And what they're doing is they're, they're, they're widening the rows of panels and they're raising them up in the air so you can get equipment beneath the panels. And you can actually grow food beneath the solar panels in between them, like carrots, celery, uh, sheep. Well, wh how, do they get, really well. how do they get their light if the panels are above them? Like, are they kind of see-through? Uh, some are semi-transparent. And also, if you space the panels out, uh, there's a certain amount of light that's going to come in between the panels during the day. And some plants can only use a certain amount of light. So you're trying to optimize the amount of light that the plants are getting and bounce that off with the amount of electricity you're making. And in dry climates, like desert climates, it actually slows down the evaporation. And some plants actually grow better under the panels because mm -hmm. they have more water and the water lasts longer and it uh, doesn't evaporate as quickly. How, how is solar doing as a form of energy generation, though? It's growing very rapidly, very rapidly. If you look, there are massive utility-scale projects being built in the uh, desert southwest. Uh, there are a lot of projects being built in the south now. And, well, I mean, that's uh, all good for these places that are more equatorial, right? Like the southwest and the mm -hmm. south in general that are closer to the equator so they can take 
better advantage well, of the sunlight, but that's even not up a, here. I I see a lot of solar yeah. panels yeah. and. You know, so it seems to but be how kind much of, are they actually doing? Like I could throw solar, I, solar panels on my so, roof, but that doesn't mean they're actually lowering my utility bill in so, a significant degree. No. From what I've heard, a lot of the solar panel companies, at least what they're saying is, I mean, and especially with utility bills being so expensive nowadays, but you can install them with no money down. Obviously, you still have to pay it back, but it pretty much takes off at least $75 off of your bill from when you first install them. And I do know someone that personally has them and they have so much energy stored up, so much electricity stored up that they actually can sell it back to the town. I have heard so, about that. I don't know how common it is. And I know what solar panel companies say, but I also know what Burger King says about how healthy a Whopper yeah. is. And I don't necessarily yeah. believe, and I know what the U S government says about, you know, the good things it's yeah. doing. So I'm hesitant to believe the solar companies. I haven't well, seen, like, well, just, like, you know, the big, like, farms of them on the side of the road like I used to see in, like, Utah. Yeah, we don't do that up here. It's just not enough yeah. light, I guess. There's, there's not that, well, there's not that much, but one thing most people don't know is solar panels actually produce more energy when it's cold. I can't for the life of me, even if you gave me, you know, three hours to prepare, and it's difficult to make these sort of arguments when you're doing a live radio show and you have to think while you're talking because you can't just sit here and think up a response. You have to think and talk at the same time. It's difficult to come up with a good, reasonable argument on why something is or isn't a dog whistle. But I'm not sure if, I think that's where the, where the true danger of dog whistles lie is that you can't point at it and say, well, look, this is why that's racist. If you could do that, it wouldn't be a dog whistle. Yeah. It would just be a racist remark. And and I think that that's like that's the best word that you can come up with, but like I was saying, dog whistle literally means only the dog can hear it. So it doesn't mean that only the racist can hear it. Other people can look at it and see and like come to the same conclusion. And I'm just pointing that out cuz Mark seemed to think that Dog whistle meant only the racists can hear it. And I don't think that that's what it means. He did start to apply that for a second, but I don't think he finished it because I think he realized how ridiculous that would sound. But like, I'm sure dog whistles come at a number of different frequencies and I could train my dog to respond to this particular dog whistle and not another dog whistle. And the dog would still hear the other whistles, but wouldn't react to us. I mean, it's useful as an analogy, but every analogy falls apart at some point. And this just happens to be the point where it falls apart. You can't yeah. use the analogy to go, aha, therefore you're really the racist. I mean, sure, if you well, want to be pedantic and juvenile. He you did could... say in the chat, only a racist would find it racist. Well, that's the sort of thing people like saying when they throw up dog whistles, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's generally what they say. So what is a dog whistle? According to Vox, you know them when you hear them. And that... That's sort of it. And I hate to be the Supreme Court justice who's defining pornography as, well, I know it when I see it. But these things are, I'm also not trying to legislate about pornography or these (laughs) things. So it's much more acceptable if I say, well, I know it when I see it because I'm just making a personal judgment about it and expressing my personal opinion about it, not doing any harm. So I can say I know it when I see it. And in general, I think I probably could recognize a dog whistle when I see one. In her final pitches to voters, Hillary Clinton has been arguing that much of what Donald Trump says amounts to a dog whistle to his most hateful supporters. This is an old article, clearly, coming from Vox in 2016, just before the election. Or, Juicy. Yeah, November 7th of 2016. Meanwhile, reacting to one of Trump's final ads, which suggests that Clinton is a tool of, quote, the global special interest, which is another yeah. dog whistle, right? And globalist. globalist I, that sounds pretty legit to me. Yeah. When I say globalist, I mean some status who wants a the new world order yeah. type global government. But it's true that when some people, Chris Cantwell, says globalists, they mean Jews. We have Jack on the line from Ocean Shores. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, I had a lot to say, but I just got a picture in my head of uh, the Eiffel Tower and some really inappropriate things happening. Um, France, the peeing, anyway. Yeah. Are you there? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to ignore everything you said. Yeah, me Go too. ahead. Um, well, okay. Well, then, like you guys were talking about, like, offensive language. I think you guys aren't taking it into account that, like, people are, like, different ages, they have different environments, different parents. 
like earlier, I have a, a mentally handicapped uh, uh, family member, and Bonnie said the R word. I won't even say it. I, I have like, a mentally cool. handicapped family member. That's fine, but it, it doesn't mean you're bad or uh, you know dislike them at all. I said the word fag earlier. You're not going to call attention to that. Look, oh my God, I oh, just I said it. Aria's homophobic. This just in. No, I don't think she's homophobic at all. It's just she's a human. She's imperfect. You know, uh, you guys, this commercial uh, for your news, the British guy, he was saying, you know, Kanye or somebody, Donald Trump, and I had a rough childhood, but Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> uh, Go ahead. You know, hear me out on this. Yeah, please. I. I, I There's just a little random. <laughs> You know, Kanye West and a white supremacist, a white, a white nationalist was invited. And I'm just thinking how ironic and bizarre that is. They said, yes, Trump invited uh, Kanye West and uh, he goes by Yee now, but, and a it's, white it's nationalist. Yay. I'm like, so much irony there. But I, I love you guys, man. I listen. This is one of my favorite shows. Sunday than this. Okay, cool. What the hell does any of that have to do with your childhood, though? Well, everyone's childhood's different. So if you had a grandpa that was, you know, born in the 40s, he's going to be a little bit racist. Well, me and, I don't know about Aria. I was going to say me and Aria, but I guess I don't know. But definitely me, I've had, like, you know, some racist, like, conversations within my family when I was younger. Not not me, but, like, my older generation from Alabama say said racist things sometimes. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to grow up and be like, oh, racism is cool or fine. No, but in fact, the ones that were like that, that are still alive are not even racist. I mean, yeah, my uh, grandparents were extremely racist and none of their like all my aunts and uncles, like none of them are racist. Like they heard their parents saying the most ruthless things that were like racist comments. And they all were like, "Okay, yep, I hear you guys. But none of them really turned out to be racist. They just understood that that was wrong. Yeah, mine was just one generation further down. Uh, my parents and my uncle and aunts, they're, they're all racist. And so were my grandparents and their parents going all the way back to, you know, the, probably the Confederacy at least. But my generation is like, yeah, we, we don't have time for that nonsense. And I've seen that before, too, with elderly people where all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden grandma's racist at 90 years old. But she had never said anything racist previously. That's because she was racist all along. It was deep down inside her. She just knew it wasn't okay to say. And now that she's old and she doesn't care or she's a little confused, she's, you know, the truth comes out. I don't know. I don't think that's very fair because, like, lots of these people are on drugs and people, like, when I was on morphine and stuff after I was in a car accident, I said to this girl's face, like, I hate her. Get out. Get her out of here. Oh, my God. I hate her. And I didn't hate her. You know, I was just saying yeah. crazy well, stuff because I was on drugs. Well, so there's that. But I think being on drugs is like a, a different thing. Yeah. But like some old most old people are on drugs. Yeah, but probably not drugs that strong. They're probably just on like some mild psych meds. I don't know. Well, either way, I mean, that that could be it, too. I don't know. But even if they're not 90 years old, even if there's someone who's like 60 or 70, if they're saying something racist in their old age, those seeds were there all along. And I, I'm i not worried about becoming old and accidentally saying something racist because I've already dealt with the ideas of racism. Yeah. And that, I've I, never even heard of that, honestly. I've never heard of somebody who's never been racist. Then they get old and all of a sudden they're acting racist. In fact, my grandparents now don't say racist things. And uh, we just think it's because they were like, Oh, nobody's agreeing with us. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's what happened with my grandmother. It was like she never said anything racist, really. Not, I had never heard her say anything racist. And then all of a sudden, she was in a nursing home, and she's like, oh, I'm so scared to be here. And me and my sister were all worried. And we come to find out it was because the CNAs and the nurses were black. She was like, I don't feel safe here. Everyone's black. Wow. And I was like, whoa, Grandma, where did that come? And that was before she got confused. I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> See, I would expect that from most of my family. My, I wouldn't expect that from my grandmother. I don't know if my grandmother is racist or not. I mean, she may or may not be. I don't know. I've never really discussed it with her. But the rest of my family wore it openly on their sleeves, with the exception of maybe one of my uncles. The rest of them, you know they're racist. And they'll say the N-word constantly in private. And they think that their behavior is somehow kept within their home and that no one around them knows that they're racist. Nope, it's obvious. Yeah, but it's very much (laughs) obvious. 
There's someone I know here in New Hampshire who's like that. And I didn't know this until recently, but obviously they say the N-word at home and they say other racist things at home. And I knew this person was racist, even though I'd never heard any of those things just from some of the dog whistles that this person has said in the past. Like one of them was, how come when there was a Black Lives Matter protest here in Keene, this person said, how, what, what, why can't I go down there and say, no, all lives matter? It's like, look, I understand where you're coming from, but that's a racist dog whistle. Yeah. You know, that all lives matter thing. I get it. You know, and I'm not, I don't think you're wrong for saying that all lives should certainly matter equally, but like, this isn't about you at yeah, the moment. Yeah, read the room. Yeah. It's not about you. Calm down. There's 364 other marches every single day that you, and it can be about you, right? We have Chuck on the line from Washington listening on K Talks. Chuck, you're on Free Talk Live. Right. Well, thanks for taking my call. The reason why I uh, called tonight is because earlier in the hour, around eight minutes after the hour, you you were discussing Russia and uh, Ukraine and uh, some of the complexities over there. And it got me to thinking about one of these YouTube videos I've been keeping up on as far as the progress in the war effort over there. And then uh, started thinking about uh back in you know the late 90s when we intervened we as in the united states decided it was okay to intervene in the uh what was happening in serbia and what is now kosovo um so you know i was too young to know about any of these things um i seem to recall a bosnian incident uh that happened under clinton yeah that was before like a couple years before that you know, and it was Kosovo was under Clinton Bush type of a thing. So yeah. well, that was when the escalation of America into this sort of world police really started, isn't it? Uh, during the Clinton era, maybe before. I don't know. I wasn't really around then. Well, I think I think that it really started with, well, maybe Vietnam or okay, that's uh, fair. But then, you know, it really cemented itself when we started to get involved in South America and then. It really came about uh, in the first Bush era when we went to, uh, you know, when Iraq decided to invade Kuwait, uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and then we just kind of went from there. But, um, you know, that region of the world where I'm talking about Kosovo, uh, there's Russian soldiers that operate there. Uh, They're they're peacekeeping just like the U.S. soldiers are. By peacekeeping, um, you mean ruling, occupying, right? Because that's what no, the U.S. Well, military forces did. Well, he's been using all these much. words that, like, like war effort that give some kind of, um, you know, I can't think of the word. I was just thinking. That you're g- using the language credence. of the imperialists. Yeah, I would say. I mean, you're you're couching things in their terms. It, it's not an invasion. It's it's a war effort. It's it's defend. It's policing. It's defending freedom. It's protecting the. You're talking about our our involvement in Ukraine. A, any of them. You're... Any of them. I mean, there's two. There's multiple ways of looking at everything, right? You can certainly look yeah. at the U.S. involvement in Ukraine and make the argument that you know it's for justice, it's to help Ukraine defend themselves against the aggressive Russians, and then you can look at it from the other perspective, which is, oh yes. The U.S. government is literally sending weapons to actual literal Nazis. So, I mean, well, there, I mean, there's no well. There's no well. They are doing that. And to the point of, oh, well, oh. there's Nazis in Russia, too. I just don't think that we should be involved in I don't think anyone right. should be involved in this war. Exactly. Like, I think people should mind their own business. This weird world police stuff where, you know, it's like, oh, well, we have all these allies and Europe has to get involved and the U.S. has to get involved. Mm-hmm. It just makes things worse. Like, and we're not helping anyone here. People seem to think that Free Talk Live, when we say, oh, we don't love Ukraine, is like pro-Russia. It's not like we're like, oh, we're on Russia's side, actually. It's just that like people can't picture or can't like imagine not being on a side do not just picking a side and that's where i come at this because if even if russia was full of nazis even if adolf hitler came back from the dead and was the king <laughs> of is. russia yeah oh, oh. Yes. oh okay so he's okay. just literally uh so, hitler so anyway <laughs> even if literally hitler was in charge of russia right now if the choice is between hitler and and people who rape babies, I'm just not going to choose a damn side. Yeah. That's always been an option. Well, and it's just the mindset of the two-party system where yes. it's like, oh, well, you know, 
it's you you have to pick a side or oh well I'm just it's the best of the two evils Turd or whatever sa- people sandwich say. Or well, giant... I think yeah, in, this, exactly. in this case I don't know if it's a what you mean by the two party system because it seems like that both parties with the exception of uh, a few people in the in both parties to be quite honest with you have concerns about where we're going with this. You know I, I just want to submit to everybody. Let's just say that we didn't get involved and we gave the United States yielded a economic uh, foothold uh, to strengthen their position against us because their natural allies at this point is everybody that hates America. So, uh, and I'm talking about Iran, China, North Korea. Maybe I'm uh, getting China doesn't hate America. America's their biggest customer. When it's Trump. And Joe Biden, you don't have to choose between them. And anyone who tells you, hey, you have to choose whether you're going to eat this this bowl of nails or this bowl of screws or we're or they're not your friend. Your friend says, hey, don't eat that. That's metal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And but it's like, why do we have to tell people this? This is the part that blows my mind because it's just so obvious to me. It's like. When I say that I don't like one thing, it doesn't necessarily I mean I like the other thing. It's just... It sounded like the last caller didn't even literally have the ability to understand what you were saying about it. Because he just was like, yeah, and said something that had nothing to do with what you just yeah. said. Yeah, Russia bad. That That's the yep. point of view they come from. You know, well, Russia's got Nazis too. Well, maybe, but that's well, I immaterial. Hate both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Americans aren't clamoring and going on about the internet and posting Russian flags all over their Facebook profile pictures exactly. like yeah. they are with Ukraine. It's like, guys, why are you choosing this evil, despicable well, organization to support? I think the part that bothers me about it is people, uh, typically, I, I hate to generalize, but it seems like the majority of the people that you know change their profile picture to the Ukraine flag and have it in their front yard... They don't actually know what's going on. And I'm sure some people, like I know one girl, she literally had Ukrainian family and, you know, whatever. Like that makes sense. Or, you know, if you have a legit reason. But most people have absolutely no clue what's going on. They just know like, oh, I support the current thing. Well, even if you have Ukrainian family, you shouldn't want what's going on to be continuing. And it's continuing because of the people who are just supporting Zelensky no matter what he does. Yeah. It's a complex situation, certainly, and I, I don't have any solutions, but I, I do know that if I sit down at a table and someone says, you have to eat this bowl of disgustingness or you have to eat this bowl of disgustingness, I'm leaving the damn table. Don't be an idiot. Don't, don't choose to eat the bowl of rotten ice cream that's been sitting in the sun for six years. Leave the stupid table. Say you're not taking part in this. If someone asks you to choose between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, Choose not to participate. Otherwise, you're just legitimizing their nonsense. Mm-hmm. They're um, going to keep giving you worse and worse options because they know you'll pick one. That's what 2016 taught me. Yep. That if Joseph Stalin ran against Adolf Hitler, <laughs> one of them would win the election. Yep. Because Americans would be like, well, I have to vote for Stalin because he's not Hitler. Or they would say, well, I have to vote for Hitler because he's not Stalin. And I don't know how to how to explain how truly sad the American state of affairs is beyond that. And that's true. If jo- if Joseph Stalin and Hitler ran against each other for well, president. Well, if they were Republican, the, the Republican and the Democrat. Yes. One well, of them would win. Well, and that's the other problem. People are just blindly voting left or right. I mean, yep. you proved that when you ran for sheriff. Yep. And then all of a sudden, people are outraged. Oh, my gosh, she's a trans Satanist. I didn't know who I was voting for. She, whatever, manipulated us. No, <laughs> it's she, you know, like, Can if you, you Google Arya's name, you will find all of that information she did a right spell away. On us. Can you, know? you imagine it's being like, come on, man. that disgusting, that reckless, that yeah. you're like voting for people that you don't know anything about? Nothing about. Well, I, I did it when I was eight, literally 18 and I didn't know anything about politics. So I was just like, I went to go vote for Donald Trump and I was like, uh, I guess I'll just vote for all Republicans. So that's the only time yeah. I've ever done that I mean, when I was know? retarded. Well, and that's the thing. And it's like, you know, I think 18 year olds, like, you know, that can be expected. But I, I think, think once 20. people, well, it, no, regardless, I think, I think once people reach, you know, as it's like we have 
adults doing this, like people who have been voting for 30 years and they're still doing this and people who are seem to be so involved in politics. But then, you know, they're like so heated about these topics, but then they haven't even researched the actual politicians that they're voting for. They're just, you know, regurgitating rhetoric that they hear on Fox News. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yes. I I, I was just going to talk about our vitamins. She completely forgot what she wanted to talk about, didn't you, Sarah? She did tell us that she did stuff with girls when she was younger. Didn't she? Oh, that's right, she did. Yeah. Well, about vitamins. Define stuff. <laughs> Can you hear me, Ben? <laughs> yeah, we hear it you, Sarah. Go ahead. Weight loss. That, that's what I really called it about. So does you putting know? down the fork. Exercising. These things help with weight loss better than vitamins. So does getting sick. Well, Just saying. Well, I mean, hold up. Let me show you the the the, the reason why. I want to say is, is that, okay, if you eat let's say one hamburger, and if you took a vitamin, you would want to eat like three hamburgers. So you need to thank your cousin. Who the hell eats three hamburgers? One hamburger plus one vitamin (laughs) equals three hamburgers. Well, what I'm saying is that you're craving, your body craves the nutrients and the minerals that your body is craving. So you wind up eating like three to five times more food and then you become overweight. Yes, but that's, the solution is to thing. eat better, not to t- not to eat like crap and then take a vitamin. Yeah, when well, you're eating past, you're already nourished and you're just still eating. It's just a willpower thing and you need to just uh, stop eating after you're not hungry. Well, it's a whole like response, right? Like people's stomach stretches and they they stop. It's and I mean, food is absolutely addictive. Like people are addicted to carbs, sugar. I know, right, that's so. right. Right, right. People, but they do more of that. When you're vitamin deficient. When you yeah, don't so why shouldn't I just eat healthier, eat more fruits and vegetables and get more vitamins? Because well, people that, don't that, want that it. Is good. That, that is good for you. But hey, I'm glad she's pointed that out. Most people don't have that kind of self-discipline. So then that's why you need to supplement even more. I, I refuse to believe that there are people who have the discipline to take a vitamin every day, but they don't have the discipline to eat a salad every day. Well, the thing about it is that it, whether your diet is really good, whole food, like you're saying, organic, or like your diet is not so great. And do vitamins so? even help? Do, do they even do anything? If, if they're good quality, I would say. Well, they're not as good as eating whole foods just because yeah. like whole foods come with other things in them that helps your body absorb them. I can't remember what the words are. We have Neil on the line with us from Arizona listening on Talks. Neil, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I would like to talk about Rocket Man Kim for a second here. My my good friend. That would friend, be Chuck Kim Jong Un, the current yeah. dictator of North Korea, right? Yes, as my good friend uh, um, Chuck there from Longview, Washington, referred to him as one of the people that hate the United States. Now, do you think that uh, that he hates the United States? Or he just hates Biden, because I believe if Trump gets back in office, he'll be back over there standing on the other side of the border again, shaking hands with Kim, and everything will be fine. Yeah. It, was, it was weird to me that Trump was able to keep good relations with Russia, and it's like right when Biden takes office, like the next month Russia invades uh, Ukraine. I will say that it seems like there is some kind of merit to the fact that Trump was able to be in talks with Russia, and people were always saying, oh, he's like a Russian and with, sympathizer. And with, and with Kim. I mean, and yeah, North, North Korea, Korea I, mean, I would say, is more impressive, because that has yeah. never happened before, ever. Well, he's was the it? only sitting president ever stepped foot in North Korea. Yeah, I, that was Trump kind of a big deal. To, hold on, Trump went to North Korea? Yeah, yeah, I, went to North Korea yeah. and shook hands with him. I don't recall that. I he remember. Actually, yeah, he actually he actually met him at the border between oh, okay. North and South Korea, and then Kim walked him across the bridge, and Trump actually stood in North Korea yeah. for a short time talking with him before he walked back into South Korea and went back wherever. Yeah, so it wasn't like he got invited to you know, but it, even this is just, true. I don't know how I never heard about this. even just being in the territory of North Korea. I mean, that's huge because that's. Never happened before ever. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. 
If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.